This is a HeadGum Podcast. This is the Dumbbells, the personal fitness podcast where we, I'm Eugene Cordero. Me. I'm Ryan Stanger. Have discussions and answer questions on all things health and fitness. This is solely based on our own working experience and a little bit of lizards. <laughs> yeah. So please keep in mind that uh-huh. we're not never claim to be doctors. No, we're just a couple all. of lizards. Love ourselves some fitness. Want to help you with yours. And the help can start right now, lizard. Nice. What did, where'd you get lizards from from that? That's how I sounded was lizardy. I Yeah, you sounded monstrous. Wow, and okay. then I, all I could think of was, for some reason... Uh, all I can think of is a is a is a big lizard in a lab coat, <laughs> little Spider Manny. Yeah, is me. that uh, the lizard? Yeah, I think it's just called the lizard, lizard. right? Yeah, and I don't know he, if he sounds like that, but he in my mind he sounded like you doing that just in that moment. So yeah. that's what I did. That guy lost his arm, and then he tried. He experimented with like reptilian yeah. DNA to regrow, it, and he just fucking lizarded out. Hey, I think it was a step up. <laughs> yeah. Um, because now he moves faster. Well, I don't know what he's doing nowadays. Yeah. Uh, if you're out there, <laughs> he's still, uh, still practicing medicine. Yeah. Tweet at us. <laughs> uh, lizard. If you're out there, tweet at us. Um, but there's somebody that doesn't have to tweet at us because motherfuckers sitting right here in the weight room. Please welcome ladies and gentlemen, Jacob Reed. Hey guys. Am I not supposed to be tweeting at you during this? No, no man. Put your phone down. <laughs> Shit. Whoops. Blowing us up, man. Yeah, man. All right. Uh, all spam stuff too. Um, yeah, I, yeah. I have a lot of stuff I want to try to sell you guys. Yeah, yeah. He sent of, me a fucking link to Untucked. Yeah, shirts. <laughs> yeah, you gotta well, buy. You gotta try them. Yeah, they're coming hard after me. Oh, yeah. They're really, they really want me to have a, a swoop in the front of my shirt. Uh, Jacob. So Jacob, Jacob and I go way back. We uh, performed together uh, improv at UCB Franklin. Yeah, True. and. Uh, you guys are in the Rufios together. Mm-hmm. On the Rufios together. And God, hell, we've probably known each other for like eight or nine years now. That's crazy. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That is true. And Wait, then, did you guys know each other pre-team? Well, pre-team. kind of. Yeah. Yeah, we, we had done shows in the same uh, like slot at I.O., but not on the same team. Not okay. on the same team, but like we would do before them or after them, and that was where... That was so in LA. There is there's an improv community and there's an indie improv community, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and this was when that was first starting. So it was really small. There was yeah. only a couple kind of teams doing it. So well, we I, did. There was a team that uh, that I was on with Justin Michael and then Betsy and Tony, ladies were on and gentlemen, with us, and we played shows with you guys. And I remember that what was your team? Lawrence uh, of Arkansas. Of Arkansas. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and who was on that with you? Nobody. I'm the only one that's still around from doing oh, it. Oh man! Yeah, wasn't Madeline on it for? Madeline a came Madeline on Walter? later. Madeline Walter came on later, and Lindsay Ames did mm-hmm. too. But at the time we were d- doing it, it was a bunch of good guys. But they just yeah. all have like gone on. to Mike do Mullen other doesn't stuff. do improv anymore. No, he doesn't do it anymore. One of them is this guy named Joe Massengill who ended up becoming an actor and doing. He did like a Clint Eastwood movie. Oh and, great! Whoa. Yeah. He played yeah. Clint Eastwood in a movie? Played Clint Eastwood, yeah. That's wow. nuts. That's made for TV, great. Clint Eastwood movie about That's the right. movie Alcatraz. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so ladies and gentlemen, that's Betsy, guest of the show, Betsy yeah. and Tony Ramos were on yeah. this team. I remember we, we, uh, we, there's a whole thing about how you and Betsy both at that time had had top knots. Yep. And we were like, who is this? Holy shit, I forgot that right? you rocked that knot too. Yeah, yeah dude. I was we on were, the, the I, vanguard of that. Yeah. We were like, who is this dude who's like huge with a top knot? <laughs> Did you cut it off and give it to Betsy? <laughs> she cut it off after she beat me in a mm-hmm. Kumite fight. Yeah. 
That was the rule. Yeah. Oh God. She acted like she was going to give it to Nancy, but then she kept it for herself. <laughs> yeah. it's fucking cold blooded, man. <laughs> Dangled it and then yeah. yeah. Uh, fucking Chung Lee. Um, <laughs> wait. So how long has Bangarang been together? Uh, eight. Eight, eight years? years? Technically yeah. nine, but eight years in its current formation. Right, right. Yeah, how do you count it? I guess you're right. Yeah, because yeah. we formed it the, uh, uh, like December of 2009 okay. is when we started as a Herald team. Gosh. Isn't that nuts? Isn't it crazy? Yeah, it's really here we are. crazy. It's really crazy. Recording on audio. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this didn't even exist. This yeah. technology didn't even exist this back technology. then. technology. Yeah. <laughs> you couldn't record radio stuff. Radio was only on radio. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, we're, yeah. we're, when did podcasts really, they're more popular than ever now, yeah. but when did people, I'm trying to think of when I, I remember li- invented by Jimmy Pardo. Yeah. yeah. Pretty much. Right. <laughs> First podcast. Never not funny. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I remember starting to listen like the Mark Marin. Yeah. I remember yeah. Marin. Marin ones. For sure. Yeah. I think when it was I, when I really started listening. Was that like 2005 or something? I don't know. Yeah. Who the fuck knows? Again, we're not going to do the research. We're just going to talk it out. <laughs> we're just going to marvel at yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. But ever since then, doing a lot of stuff, Mr. Me? Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah. Just rocking it out, huh? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, you're uh, taking on a new job. We can talk about that now because it will yeah. have happened by the time this is released. Yeah. Uh, formerly at BuzzFeed. Right. Um, and then, so what's your new position now? What are you doing now? Uh, it's the same deal. I, I'm, I'm more... Uh, behind the scenes kind of person, but I, I'll be a creative director at a, just a different agency uh, doing that kind of stuff. Sometimes I get to direct commercials, but most of the time I oversee the people who direct them <laughs> and they have the fun. Really weird because Jacob is a great director. He's directed tons of stuff for yeah. Funny or Die and all kinds of different, uh, like, you know, like those comedy outfits. And then also had some podcasts too. You did uh, Before yeah. You Were Funny. Yep, yep, yep. And, then, uh, and then also you're on the Playboy channel. I remember that story. <laughs> What? Yeah, that's really the main thing I always plug is and whenever people are like, <laughs> what are you still plugging that? Well, you've got a plug that I, uh, yeah, me and Justin hosted our first, uh, our first job out of college. We hosted a TV show for the Playboy channel for like six months. What? It when was, they were like 20, 21, yeah, right? It was wow. wild. It was really, and these s- guys look young, a like silly young. thing to have been involved in. Wow. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, it was. Yeah, he and Justin Michael, other half of Tremendousor, that was a sketch group. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, I just remember you telling me about like you just straight up had to like do a, like cover a porn. Yeah. And then we, we're in the porn, right? Wait, but what? not So but not the, 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 fucking. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we were fucking in the you porn. Guys yeah. are, you guys are pizza guys? Yeah. <laughs> uh, we did one of the one of the fun parts of it. Uh, it was basically like. I mean, it was it was sold to us very differently than what was uh, what was aired. No, for real, because um, they Port, yes, yeah, they, yeah. the company yeah. that that made it had just won like um, an AVN. It, it wasn't a <laughs> it, it wasn't a Peabody Award, but it was like oh, some Peabody. kind of like journalism award oh, wow, wow. for doing this this uh, like documentary series about sex in America. And they were like, now we're doing this thing with the Playboy Channel. It's gonna real be sex like behind the scenes. No, that's what it was. That's What's the it? show. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 the HBO show. Yeah. Yeah. So they, they got did, they won a bunch of awards they for did like that. that behind yeah. the scenes shit. So they did that and then they I used were to like, watch it hoping for something. Hoping for something to but pop it was out. always like terrifying. <laughs> like the people were like yeah. terrifying mountain people and like having orgies and I'm like, ah, there's yeah. nothing I can yeah, it was all, I can it was, file away from this. It was all for like to learn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it was, was a real show. The whole thing was wild. Okay. Uh, so it's pitched to you as being a part of these uh 
How much do we want to talk about this? A bunch? Just real quick. Just real quick. Just real quick <laughs> yeah, right yeah. now and then we'll get back okay, to cool, it cool, in, cool, cool. in depth. Yeah. And, then we'll, yeah. and then, we'll, then we'll come back to it a couple of times and each time get more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Great. Uh, no, yeah. So it was, it was pitched to us kind of as like a, a behind the scenes of the adult industry in general. And uh, at that time, Playboy... Uh, their channel wouldn't show any, like there were like lots of things they wouldn't show. It was basically a really soft core. And so we filmed all this stuff and they would get this B-roll and we'd be like, you guys seem like you're filming like the hardcore stuff. And they're like, oh yeah, yeah, it's just B-roll. We're going to blur it out. And so then the whole show ended up being, um, and they were, they, they had these like terrible scripts that we did not terrible, but they weren't the kind of scripts we would have written. They right, were, they were right. very much for that kind of a show. It's all right. And they would have terrible. us. You're not going to burn the, any bridges. Yeah. Well, the, the, the guy who, the guy who wrote them was, was, you know, Ridley it, Scott. Yeah. Ridley Scott. And I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to. Yeah. Know, yeah. yeah. No, bridge. I hear that. Um, <clears throat> but they, uh, they would let us kind of write our own bits. And so we came up with all these bits that we filmed with people like where we were, uh, not at the level of something like, like Nathan for you or something that funny, but just like on the fly, we'd be like, Oh, what if we did this? What if we did that? And they would let us do it. And all of that footage, uh, was <laughs> never seen. Wow. And they just used like us doing the really scripted, like douchey, like we're here outside of the whatever, whatever. Uh, and then, uh, during the time that they were editing the show, uh, playboy switched its formatting to compete with all of the porn that's on the internet and started showing like hardcore everything. So now there's this show and like, we didn't have like agents or managers or like any, yeah. anything. Uh, but now there's this show where like, yeah, you can see us, like we're interviewing someone and then like behind us, there's just like full on hardcore sex happening. What? And then like, uh, we, we did one of the, the, the fun ish things is that we got to be, uh, there, there was always some way that they would involve us in what was going on. So one of them, we like interviewed a dominatrix and she like showed us like wrestling moves or something. Um, one of them was, uh, this company that makes a bunch of, uh, they're like one of the mainstream, it's not vivid, but it's another one. It's like wicked. No, just just name all the ones, (laughs) (laughs) just name all the ones, you know, uh, but it was, it was one of them and and they, um, they had us like showed us how the, the operation of like making all of those films works. And they have these, like, it's, it's honestly, it's not too different from somewhere like, Funnier Die or BuzzFeed, and that they have a bunch of standing sets, and they just oh, was it an online one? Like, yeah, not, I think you told me it's Naughty America. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So we were in um, Nadia, Naughty America. Oh. So yeah. we were like the the uh, small talk. Like there was one that was like some office sex thing, and we were like the other guys in the break oh room. Oh my god, who left? So I don't know. I have I downloaded who left. So like you guys saw that there's things about to go down. And you're like I'm out of here. We we were giving some. It was all improvised too, which is wild because we were like we get to improvise. We had like oh the god. most fun. But then uh, <laughs> there was this one where uh, the premise of it was something where we were in this. We were like on, there was something where they were talking about like the story arcs and like there were three like porns that like together told this story and we're like, all right, no one cares. Oh my God. But it was like something around like uh, going to Cabo for this buddy's wedding and then um, one of the guys, like one of the groomsmen uh, like has sex with the groom's mom because she's a MILF. And so we did this scene where it's me and... um, the guy who's going to be like in the scene who I remember his name was Mr. Petey. Uh, I don't know if that's like, I don't know if that's an actual porn guy or if that's just what they called him on set. 
Eugene's confirming that. that, that uh, yeah, 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 right. no, that's real. <laughs> that's a, uh, yeah, Mr. Uh, Petey, yeah, that's a real dude. So it's it's me and Justin and him and uh, a couple girls who were in or women who were in other videos with them, and then they Mrs. Petey, Mrs. Petey, uh-huh. and then they all left. Uh, and he was going to like stick around to bang the groom's mom. <laughs> and so oh I'm supposed to do this scene with him. And they're like, there's no script. They're like, just improvise a couple, you know, lines where you want him to go snorkeling. And, um, oh, yeah. you know, he wants to hang back. And I was uh-huh. like, all right. So we, we started improvising this scene. And he did you guys do like a pretty flower or something? Yeah, it was uh-huh. very, we did, we did, it started as a pretty flower and that kind of turned into a Laurent. Yeah. And then uh, cool. there's a little bit of Mobius in there. That's cute. Um, so we started improvising <laughs> and I, I was trying to like really play top of my intelligence for why he should go snorkeling. And Good he's move. like, <laughs> <laughs> they loved it. So uh, he's like, no, I'm going to hang back. And I was like, Hey, like this is your wedding. Like we only we only all get to hang out once, and like this time in your life, like the you know the fish down here, you've never seen anything like it, and so it goes on. The for- fish down here, <laughs> you've never seen anything like it. I was trying to talk about He's, like he still remembers what he said, which means he was proud of that improv. So, I yeah. was proud. I, I I wish I could. I mean, I'm sure that they didn't use it because they ended up uh, cutting, and they were. You like, think they were really mad that we went on this whole long scene, and uh. it's, this dude comes up to me, and he's like. Uh, he's like, sorry, I know I'm supposed to say no, but like you made snorkeling sound so good. I wanted to do it. Oh my <laughs> God. And so then they told me like, Hey, just way less, way less. Yeah. Uh, and I wish that I had that footage. Oh, Have that's... you gone snorkeling with Mr. Petey since? <laughs> yeah. No, no, we're still buddies. Yeah. 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 Like we still, Hey dude, uh, you want to go snorkeling? It's you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, it's so funny because Jacob and Justin are such the non-porniest We're people. Not, yeah, ever. it's it was a it's, real. It's weird hilarious thing. to think that this all, went which to- is it's weird to me because I think it would have been. Uh, I mean, for the type of show it was, the most interesting thing to me would be seeing these two guys who were like twenty-two, right out of college, not having any idea how to navigate that world at all. Right. And being uncomfortable. Yeah. But they only used, like, they kept being like, just pretend you're comfortable. Just, like, act like this is fun. And they used all of those takes. And well, it's like, what you're describing is a good idea that makes for interesting TV. And mm-hmm. what they're doing is just, sh- like, uh, shuttling sex to people. Yeah. So they don't want any, you know. Yeah. It, yeah. it re-ran for a while after, like, we didn't get paid anything really for it uh good or any residuals or anything but i remember even even up to a couple years after like people would recognize us from it that's funny which that's is gross. so gross and weird <laughs> also but like the idea of trying hey to- oh, i mean never mind <laughs> <laughs> hey i know you from uh did you shoot a doritos commercial i yeah. haven't been in this nope. shit <laughs> nope i haven't done any of that um stuff. the idea of trying to do good work in a porn is yeah. pretty amazing <laughs> that's funny uh, so let's so so let's swing back. We can what? Yeah, we'll we'll get back to it once we've like reached that in the timeline. We'll go more in depth. Okay. Um, I know Jacob wants me to talk about that endlessly. Yeah, it's yeah, the yeah. only thing I yeah. ever want to talk yeah, right. about. I mean, that's what a married man wants to talk about. Yeah, it's like old job at Playboy. Also, I know that if Justin listens to this, he'll uh, assume that before we started recording, I was like, "Oh, guys, I got to talk about uh, <laughs> the Playboy thing." Um, you guys fight. To over who gets to tell that yeah, story yeah. all the time. Who gets to talk about it? We both love bragging about uh, <laughs> that experience. So you grew up in San Diego. I grew up in San Diego. Diego. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, I, and I, so a little bit what I remember about you is uh, into martial arts as a kid. Dad's super into martial arts. He's he's really into it now. I mean, he yeah. was into it then too, but we it, we kind of started doing it as a thing to do together. Which was what kind of martial uh, arts? Tung Sudo. It's like a Korean uh, martial art. 
Got mostly. It. It's, it's similar to most similar to Taekwondo. Taekwondo yeah. yeah. Um, and I love doing that. Yeah, I did. Uh, I, I was pretty active as a kid. I played soccer and, uh, all throughout high school, middle school and high school did martial arts. Uh, in, did you play soccer in high school too? No, I played, uh, lacrosse for a year. Keeping it white. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got to, uh, I got, a, I got a varsity letter in lacrosse because it was the first year the team existed. Oh man. <laughs> oh, wow. So well, I was like, did you have a nickname in cursive on your, um, varsity no. jacket? I, I would. Did you? Uh, no. Did you? I never got the jacket. Oh, you never you, got the jacket. No, because I had I had a letter for lacrosse, and then I had a letter for four years of academic decathlon. Ooh, wow, cool, <laughs> buddy. <laughs> that was okay, real, that was real cool. Yeah, get it. What was your nickname? Uh, I had uh, peanut or something. Lucky. I had uh, I had a my letter, but I never got the jacket because I got injured. That's the ACL injury. Oh, oh no. Yeah. So I never got it because I was like, well, I never played. I got my letter, but I never played on the team officially. So I'm not going to get a jacket. I'm going to be a poser. So that's I how I was about a UCB hoodie. I was like, <laughs> I'm not going to get a UCB hoodie until I'm on a team. And then once I was on a team, I was like, well, everyone's just going to think I got the hoodie because I'm on the team. And then I went like years with this internal struggle that no one ever would have cared about. Oh, man. And then I finally bought a fucking hoodie and <laughs> pacing your apartment, like screaming at yourself. Yeah. Why? Why did you miss the party? So like, I'm working. Stuff I wish out. I wish we had varsity jackets for uh, all of our teams. The oh, house yeah. teams. That'd be great. You guys had a big B on yours. That'd be uh, awesome. I love it. I've got two. I've got one from Cal and then one from high school. And I played three years of varsity in high nope. school. So I got like a gold. Oh, like yeah. You get like uh, pens and stuff. And then I got all American. And uh, did you have you didn't have the nickname curse? You know what I'm talking yeah, about? I like, totally know what yeah. you do. I don't think I got I just had you, my name oh. and then like my number and stuff. Got and then it. the year I graduated. That's yeah. your nickname. What's that? The year you graduated is your nickname. Yeah. yeah. Oh, is that? People yeah. would call me that. <laughs> yeah. It was strange. Yeah. All right. Maybe because it was written on my jacket. It's yeah. kind of a chicken or the egg thing, but uh, yeah. yeah. Anyway. Um. So uh. So you you played uh, lacrosse. You mm-hmm. uh were a mathlete. No, no, no. Uh, it was it was more like a like a quiz bowl thing. Got it. I don't know. Odyssey of the mind type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was really fun. Quiz uh, bowl. And then uh, <laughs> yeah, like I don't know. It was. It's toasted. Yeah. Uh, and then I did a lot of, um, I worked at like an aquatics camp every summer in high school. So Oof. I did a lot of uh, uh, wakeboarding, water skiing, windsurfing, sailing. So like cool San Diego. Yeah. Outs, ocean it was stuff. great. It was great. We literally, we uh, drove there, you know, the first couple of years I couldn't drive, so I got a ride, but uh, got there at like 730 in the morning you basically hang out on like the water ski and wakeboarding boats and make sure that people know what they're doing for like till like noon. Then it's lunch. Then the afternoon, depending on the week, you're either like sailing every day that week, windsurfing every day that week, whatever. Wow. And then afterward, like the kids would get picked up at like, you know, four Mm -hmm. and then everyone would just hang out because usually there was some counselor who like lived by the beach and you would just like hang out into the night and like keep sailing and bonfires. And like it was the best. That sounds awesome. Did you appreciate it at the time or is it more like- I think I did. Oh, good. I I feel like I appreciate it more now, but I I definitely like knew at the time, like this is kind of cool. Yeah. God damn. That's awesome. That's awesome. So you're, you sound active. I mean, I you, was wait, do you really have siblings? Active. Yeah. Yeah. Brother uh-huh. and sister, both younger. Uh-huh. Um, 
And they're active too. Yeah. yeah. I mean, my, but my, my, my parents are like pretty active. Like they they're are. like hiking and biking and all that okay. kind of stuff. So they are living the California lifestyle of being outdoors. Totally. Uh-huh. Yeah. And they're both, my parents are both from the East coast. And so like they, even when I was uh, younger and in college, if I was like, at one point I wanted to maybe move to Chicago to do improv stuff. And uh, anytime I talked about moving to like, there to back east my parents were like why <laughs> don't yeah <laughs> why would you ever do that this is great out here yeah we did that move right yeah you don't need right. to we did that so you don't have to. yeah it yeah. was like it was like the immigrant story yeah <laughs> but, but that it, sounds like the same story as my parents <laughs> yeah i'm sure coming over yeah, here yeah, from yeah. the philippines it's yeah. the same story same exact story. too cold yeah <laughs> uh, <laughs> um so then um how so? How much old? How much younger is your brother than uh, you? They are my brother and sister. Are oh, they're twins. twins. I forgot. And yeah. So they're uh, like six and a half, seven years younger. So than you had me. a good run. Yeah, just you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there was there was stuff that uh, I think I've only realized in the last couple of years, um, in talking to uh, my now wife Heather and, and going to therapy and stuff, like how much I was helping parent them, whether or not mm. I was supposed to be. Like at one point, sure. we, we we're talking about like changing diapers, and she said something about like. Oh, that would suck. And I'm like, it's honestly, it's not that bad. And she's like, what diapers have you changed? I'm like, I change my brother and sister's diapers all the time. And she thought that was weird, but I thought it was normal. Wait, they were how much younger than you? Seven years. So I was like seven years old changing diapers and stuff. That's not. That's pretty young. It's pretty young. That's young? young? That's weird? Okay. It's pretty young. I mean, you're also at that age where some kids at that age like helping. Yeah. So there's. I think that was me. There's that. But that's also you. Like, you're a pretty thoughtful, empathic guy, okay. you know? Yeah, so sometimes. I think that sounds like it's on brand for you. And also I think it was him. probably, I mean, it was just you for seven years. Yeah. So then you're pretty connected to your parents. So then they're doing a thing and you're like, Oh, I think I just wanted to yeah. do that thing oh, too. What's yeah. the thing oh, you yeah, guys are totally. doing? Yeah. yeah. I remember being a little older and my parents, uh, like telling me like, Hey, they, they have two parents. We don't need a third parent. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh really? Wow. Yeah. I was like trying to like, that's funny. Get in there. Uh, uh Double daddy you used to like to be called double daddy, yeah, right? That yeah. was when I, if I ever got my Letterman jacket, that's what I was going to put on. Double daddy. <laughs> double daddy. Yeah. You scream that in the background of these porns, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Double daddy, yep. double daddy. Yep. <laughs> that was when I, those great improv scenes yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was just me saying that over double and over, daddy. And over again. Uh, and they renamed the porn double daddy. Yeah, it's so. crazy, but you got edited out. Yeah. Um, so, Mr. Petey and double daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Go snorkeling Go in Cabo. Snorkeling in yeah. Cabo. <laughs> Some poor MILF is, you know, lonely. Oh yeah. Uh, so, and then are your parents eating pretty healthy? Yes. So uh, th- I'm, I don't know. It's only my doing, or maybe not, maybe it's their fault in a way, but I, I shouldn't be unhealthy because they were like, I didn't have sugar until I was like four or five. Like everything was like carob and honey. And like my parents met, um, the, the shortest version of it is that they met, when my dad was teaching yoga across the street from the health food store my mom worked at. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> so you're destined to not, yeah. not go healthy then. Yeah. That's well, the, yeah, was, yeah. Yeah. It was always like sleepovers and stuff where it's like, Oh fucking fruit loops and fruit by the foot and yeah. rice crispy treats and like whatever was around. It definitely was like rebelling to eat. Junk sure. Food. Yeah. And you didn't have it in your house and it was different. Oh, no. Fruit by the foot. Yeah. <laughs> was, yeah. I remember I my best friend, Daniel, his, his mom and dad who are still like really, you know, close friends they're, they're like basically my second parents growing up. They would buy all the stuff that my mom wouldn't buy, and it was the best. It's and just he, so and he had video games. I didn't have video sure. games. I mean, it's just so were, funny to like lick your lips to like fruit by the foot. <laughs> well, oh, man. Arguably <laughs> gross. I mean, it's a fruit full of whatever it was. 
Um, it, it's like fruit roll-ups, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah. it's narrow and oh, it's right. wrapped up in wax paper, and you, you <laughs> lay it out there, and it, it equals a foot. <laughs> right, it's twelve inches. Yeah, and it's kind of like a pain to eat because it's not good. No, it's yeah. not tasty or easy. Like you, you have to like roll it into your mouth and like munch bit by bit. And if you get to, if you're just eating like little bits of it, yeah. it's not satisfying yeah. at all. You, you wanna, have to eat the foot. You want to bite into some <laughs> shit. I remember when I used to eat fruit roll-ups, mm-hmm. I would unroll the whole thing and then just turn it into a, just turn Me it too. into a ball. Yeah. I need something to chew on. And just like stuffed it yeah. in there. And it was just like, let me get it all done. Yeah. And uh, you were so little, you could like fucking parachute in a fruit roll-up, right? Yeah, yeah. I wrote it. I used it as a cape first <laughs> right. after some of my runs, like as though I w- just won the marathon. You take it off and eat it. Yeah, take it off and eat it. Uh, what about those little assholes that would like make a face out of it and like put it up to their face, like Hannibal Lecter? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fruit roll-up. I was know? never friends with those kids. No, no. They all they were too to creative. Murderers. <laughs> um, so granola kid you were. Yeah, definitely. Did you have did you have to? Did you do yoga as a child? Uh I don't remember doing yoga as a child. I remember my dad like teaching me how to meditate and stuff when I was really young wow. as a way of like dealing with like stress. Um and I remember I I mean I I was like a stressed out kid. I'm still like a stressed out kid. Uh I I remember like the turning point for me with I health don't know, food. That, uh- that a UCB hoodie story paints a different picture. Yeah. That makes me seem calm, yeah. cool, and collected. Yeah, yeah. You uh, don't worry about anything. Nope, never. Uh, I remember in like fourth grade, I went to uh, public school for the first time because uh, I'd been going to like a, a Jewish school and then it was like, we don't have money for that. So uh, I went to like a public school yeah. and my, uh, it, it was still the, it was still uh, like old enough old enough that it was a little weird, but young enough that like people would still have their parents like bring something on a birthday. Like they'd bring like a whole bunch of cupcakes, oh, a whole yeah, bunch yeah, of whatever. Yeah. yeah. And so my mom made these, uh, these carob, like, uh, carob peanut butter balls or something. That oh, were like, no. probably now I'd be really into, but, but they're made out of like rolled oats. And yeah. Stuff. It yeah. was all like super healthy. And I remember it was something I loved and I, I don't remember if I asked her, but I probably asked her to make that and she brought it and all the rest of the kids were like, the fuck is this? Yeah. The fuck is this shit? Yeah. yeah. Your mom brought cat shit. Yeah. <laughs> mud balls. Uh, yeah. That's a weird thing. I, yeah. I, now, now I would like that, but at the time you just want like cupcakes yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Like, you I just want. want store. I just get something store bought. I remember at school, get a name brand store bought thing. I remember at school asking if when we, uh, when they would have hot dogs for something, I raised my hand and asked, when the rice was coming because <laughs> I was so used to just yeah. not mm-hmm. eating it in bread. It would just be like ketchup, uh, like a fucking cup of rice mm-hmm. and hot dogs. And you just cut up the hot dogs and you eat it with a spoon. And why would you fork. eat it any other yeah, way? So I was just like, Hey, is the rice, are they still making it? They're like for, you want some rice? I'm like, yeah, white rice. What do you mean? Do I want, I don't <laughs> understand what your question is. Um, uh, funny. when I was little, my, uh, we lived in Idaho for a while. My parents were in the restaurant business. They got, since got out of it, but at the, in Idaho, they, oh, were, they got out. They got out. Wow. <laughs> did people pull them back in? They kept trying. They did one last one that ended uh, bad, unfortunately. Oh no. uh, B rating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just when I got out, they pulled me back into a B rating. Uh, and so they 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 were like these steak prime rib seafood like nice restaurants. Oh. And so I, like I had a lot of formative years there. 
And like, I would eat all the stuff that they had. Like I would just, my parents worked them. They like, they owned and operated. So my dad and mom would tend bar and my dad would cook and all this shit. Wow. And so, but I would eat like steak and king crab and just Lobster. like real shit. Just real shit. Yeah. Like all the time. Like I was used to that. And then they got out of the restaurant business. We moved to Northern California, still pretty young. And I was used to, that was like what I grew up on. Like that was like what I was used to. And then we got into like normal, like just struggling food. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. it was like, they'd make Mac and cheese and I'd be like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I don't want, this is garbage. Where's like, the why, lobster? Yeah. Where's the lobster? Why'd you put this garbage on the table? <laughs> why are we just eating the sides? Yeah. This yeah. is shit. You made it out of a box. <laughs> where, where are we? Let's go to the butcher. Let's get some real fucking food. And like, Nah, bro. Yeah, bro. Still yeah. cheaper to go to the butcher, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when so when do you feel like you departed from your parents as far as food? Uh, I think I mean it's like you were experiencing that with like friends. A big turning point. And then in college, you know, because um, you're doing martial arts, all that mm-hmm. stuff. When you hit college, are stops. you stops? Stop doing the martial arts Acro- across the board. Anything uh, physical? What about quiz bowl? What are you doing? Quiz bowl. I got a whole lot of quiz. I still do quiz bowl now. Yeah. I host a quiz bowl night. Every night. Um, what did I do in college? I don't think I really did that much. Like in a, intramural sports or? No. I, I would. Kumites. Um, <laughs> I would have, uh, yeah, fights to the death where yeah. I yeah. Would cut off people's Wait, 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 wait. This guy knows the Korean martial arts. <laughs> um, no, I, do you I, know Dim Mock or no? Mm-mm. Okay. <laughs> That's the death touch. Is it really? Yeah. So like you'd like strike me like in multiple areas and then I would walk away. Oh, it's the points where it's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Walk away, go home, make it all the way home and then die from like the low grade and damage you did to my internal yeah. organs. Yeah. That'd be cool to know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Uh, I'm trying to think of, I don't, I don't think I really did that much in college. I think that's. Should I, you do some recreational like RSF stuff where you go to that little gym that they have yeah, there? Yeah, they had a good wait, gym. Wait, where'd you go to school? I went to USC and they, okay. had, they had a good gym. It was like the same gym that like the, you know, the football team and all sure. that. All those different teams at a, at a school like that use. Um, it's and, a big facility too. Well, it's now they just redid it and it's uh, really nice. Before I started working at Buzzfeed, when I had a little more free time, I would go swim at that pool uh-huh. and the pool is like, I mean, like they, they originally did it for the 84 Olympics and then they like oh, redid cool. it recently and it's beautiful. That's cool. Crazy. It's you far. picked SE cause OJ, right? Yeah. Yeah. I was a big, uh, I didn't have any idea he was an athlete. Uh, I was a big naked gun fan. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Actually, that's not a joke. I think that actually might be true. I Norbert. Think, I think I probably knew him from naked gun before I had any idea. I mean, to be honest, athlete. nobody's fallen down stairs on a wheelchair like he has. <laughs> Wow. Very weird. Yeah. Is, he is got weird. like, he got those cause he was like too likable. Yeah. Famously he was up. They wanted him to be the Terminator in the original James what? Cameron Terminator movie, but they thought he was too likable to be considered to, for people to buy that he would be a murderer in that. <laughs> I mean, I'm to, not joking. To be honest, that's amazing. he is what the rock is now. Yeah. It's like that likable that's a athlete. Good, that's a good level yeah. of comparison. It's, it's And he would have kept Mil- going. Million dollar smile. Do you smile? think The Rock has killed anyone? Yes, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Have he, you ever seen him chase that uh, mascot back in his- Oh, uh, yeah. At his Miami days? his Miami days. No. Some, they, they were playing, I think it was a national championship. And they had like, I can't remember who they were playing, but the mascot was taunting the Canes. He played for the Hurricanes. And so like he got fucking pissed off and just started chasing the mascot around. And there's like TV footage of him doing <laughs> Can it. Can you imagine being the guy in the mascot costume? Where first of all, I mean, The Rock's huge, but also 
it, it's probably so hard to move in that thing. Yeah, if all of yeah. a sudden, a football player starts chasing. He you was down. running for his little yeah. Mickey Mouse life. Oh, Jesus, and the Rock was I don't know bigger then. I mean, he's like oh, yeah. he's yeah. like D lineman big, you know. Oh my god, yeah, he was thick. <laughs> he had yeah, he had some different juices floating through his system at yeah, that point. Yeah, for sure. At Miami uh, at that time. Oh yeah, forget it. It was a prerequisite. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> even if you were just general population there, yeah, yeah, some kind, of, some kind of juice, <laughs> some kind of juice, yeah. Um, so you're at USC. Yeah. Not doing, not doing much, not doing much. And I started gaining weight. Okay. And I, I had, um, I think, uh, a lot of this is, is becoming clear to me now because over the last couple of years, maybe last like two years, I, uh, I had some depression like a year and a half, two years ago. Okay. And I didn't know what it was. And so then like looking back at my life, uh, I don't, I don't still don't know a ton about it, but apparently it like goes in cycles and waves. And so there were things that I didn't realize were periods of depression in my life, but were that like, I've gone back in like therapy and stuff and been like, Oh, like that couple of years, I was just like chemically depressed or what, or whatever causes oh, it. Yeah. So you're just like, I just kind of felt like shit yeah. for a while and yeah. wasn't doing, you know, and you just think that that's just yeah, and, and circumstances and, as opposed to something internal that's going on. Well, and on. there's things there's there's things that triggered it each time, but it didn't like how long I was in kind of like a weird spot didn't line up with how severe sure. they were. But but college in general was uh, I had not really been away from home very much, and so going away from home was really weird for me. And then within the period of, I mean, maybe like a couple weeks from each other, um, one of my best friends and I like stop talking. Uh, my girlfriend broke up with me and then my, uh, dad's twin sister got diagnosed with terminal cancer. Jeez. Oh my God. And it was like, and, and I was dealing with like being away from home. Yeah. yeah. And so like, I kind of just didn't, uh, I think that is, there's probably times that I had like emotional eating before that, but I don't think I realized how much emotional eating I was doing until I got to the point where I'm like, where the fuck did I gain all this weight? Right. And then, realized i i think it's clearer to me now than it was then that that's what it was from sure i i think people do it and don't even realize that what they're doing is emotional yeah because you hear it and you think it's not it's not you crying over ice cream right or thinking like think of the cartoon yeah yeah or thinking i'm sad i want ice cream it's just like you just mindlessly start like grazing on yeah. all these calories and you don't even realize that you're doing it. Yeah. You know, well it was that. And then it was, um, like the food plans in college, uh, that sem- the first semester I, I did like the cheapest one to try to save money. And then I like ran out of like food money. <laughs> yeah. And so it, it's not like you're out of food, but like, you know, there's like a set amount that you sure. have yeah, to yeah, no, yeah. a certain money. amount of meals on the right. card. Yeah. So then the next semester I convinced my parents to do not like the unlimited one, but one with like a lot of stuff on it. And so then that semester, like it's not really, uh, it's like play money. So you're not really thinking about the money you're spending on food. So I would just go to like the coffee shop, like almost, and I would also like stay up all night, like hanging out yeah. and like half studying, but half just like, I don't know, reading shit on the internet and playing right. video games. With people. We got to get to work guys. Let's get a couple of pizzas going. Right. Let's yeah. play some more games yeah, and, and then we can start. It's work. all that kind of yeah. eating where it'd be like, you know, I, I, I did improv in college. Actually, the reason I went to USC I, all the colleges that I was interested in going to, I went and tried to see their college improv teams perform. 
Wow. to see like what the improv scene was. Was there an improv college. scene in your high school that got yeah, you into it? You yeah. Got, you got the bug? Yeah. I, st- I started doing improv like freshman year of high school uh-huh. uh, with what uh, it I think it was just some people in the like drama club that had seen Who's Line. And then um, there was a comedy sports in San Diego uh, that was maybe like a, there's some, uh, there's some crazy like internal comedy sports politics that I don't know much about, but I've heard people allude to that. Like this was a national comedy theater and not a comedy sports, but it's basically the same oh, thing. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah. So they had like a, a high school. League. All right. Yeah. I, whatever. <laughs> some, someone like two nerds had a fight with each other and they couldn't agree on something. <laughs> Um, which is funny for us to say as people. I don't know what you're care. talking about. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I started doing improv then. And, and so I, our shows were Friday nights, um, uh, in college. And we, uh, this was also a time that I think I didn't realize how cool this was when it was happening, but we would do a show on Friday night and then we would always either have a party at someone's house who was on the team or the audience knew that we would always have a party. So if, if the show ended and we didn't like announce a party, uh, someone in the audience would just yell out a party and then everyone in the audience would go to that party. God, that's fucking awesome. Right. I don't, yeah. I didn't so fully jealous. realize how cool it was. Cause we, we also had like packed, it was like I, more people cared about it in college. I don't know. It was, but we had packed houses, like, like full standing room houses for most of the time I was in college. And then all those people would come over and to hey. like a party. And we were like, within a very small, uh, pathetic ish community, like the celebrities of that. Sure. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> You're the people community. on stage. I mean, shit. Yeah. yeah. And so then like those part, you know, like, like after the show would be like, let's go get a bite or let's go like every, everything was like, let's go eat afterwards. Yeah. Sure. You're basically stay, adding, adding stay, meals in. Yeah. <laughs> right. So stay social. Oh, I have no idea how many calories I was eating a day, like tons. I'm yeah. Sure. Uh, and, and then not doing much exercise after, uh, and then, um, let's see, I, I had, a, a like pretty serious girlfriend in college and then we broke up when we, we decided we were going to break up cause she got into a law school on the East coast and we were like, well, we could try to do long distance, but like realistically we're young and like, you know, that would be weird. And so we like made the decision to break up before we, and then we like never talked about it until she left. And then we realized like, wait, we have all these different feelings about it. And that was weird and hard. And. Uh, I think probably some emotional eating around there. And then, um, which was the girlfriend <clears throat> that you have all those videos of yourself. That's her. Yeah. That's her. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Oh my God. I remember seeing that What show was it, it was for you? Gilly's show for we're gross. Holy yeah. I have, shit. uh, I, I forgot that I saw they're, they're insane. They're insane <laughs> videos. I, I recorded these video diaries for, for the podcast listener that isn't in our friend group. Um, I recorded these video diaries where it was just me coping with it. And, uh, at actually here in your backyard, uh, Gilly found out about them and she was like, we have to do, it was at, uh, someone's engagement party. I forget who now, but, um, she asked if, if I would give them to work gross and I give them over to her and she edited, someone edited them into like a five minute, like highlight. Reel. God. Yeah. So Gilly's done the show, this, our show before yeah. her, her live show that she does is called we're gross. And right. It's basically people it's- on, on the UCB stage confessing to all kinds of crazy embarrassing sure, things yeah. and it's it's the show's wildly it's compelling show. it's one of pe- my favorite shows at the theater yeah because people will totally pl- play ball like you're yeah. in a safe space 
And so your videos, it's you like scream crying and oh, stuff. It's so, I mean, there's my favorite. <laughs> it's so real. It's so real. And I, I, I don't think I had any intention of anyone ever seeing them, but I, I re- said to release. Well, I, I recorded them. I think just because I knew what I was feeling was so, uh, like emotional that sure. as, as someone who's like write stuff and direct stuff, I was like, Oh, like I'll, I'll want to be able to tap into this at some point. And so I just, <laughs> I just recorded them. And my favorite one is, uh, I'm just like quietly sobbing for like 20, 30 seconds. And then I stop and you're like, Oh, is he okay? What's happening? And then I sneeze really hard. And then I go back to sobbing. <laughs> oh my God. It's like your autotonic nerve response right. had to like, we must stop crying for <laughs> right, sneeze. Right. And yeah, then yeah. now back to crying. Yeah. There'll be too, there'll be way too many like yeah. uh, liquids coming out of my system if yeah. I sneeze. Right. It's just this. like your body like has business to do. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's going to handle its business, but then it'll get back to it's it. Like, it's like the equivalent of like uh, when you're at a railroad stopping, like the, the bar coming down. <laughs> Train goes by, bar goes up. Oh, oh man. So yeah, those videos are nuts. You see me, Stanger? I can see you. Yeah. Well, the question is, can you see me? You know what? I can now because I'm wearing contact lenses. Now, and I got them from Simple Contacts. So I wanted to ask you about this. Yeah. Simple Contacts. So they, they've made it easy, right? Dude, so convenient, so easy. So check this out. Um, if you don't know about it, uh, we've talked about this on the podcast before. Um, you take a um, vision test from, your, from an app on your phone. From an app on your phone. You hold it uh, or you, you place it like 10 feet away. You do the whole maybe five minutes tops okay. um, is the, uh, the, um, the eye exam that they do. And then these eye exams get you know, reviewed by a real optometrist. So it's not like it's some fake thing. So it's, it's legit. real deal. It's so, legit. so then you get the right prescription and then they, and you can order within minutes, right? And, and they then just send it. Right to your house. Well, it's this weird thing with disposable contacts is that you will fall off and yes. then you forget to get them and then you don't have them. And then you hate going just to get contacts. Like yeah. you hate going to get that, that annual eye exam just to get the get contacts. contacts again. Yeah. Well, also... And this isn't everybody, but some people, maybe they don't have insurance. Yeah. Maybe they aren't covered. Yeah. So this doesn't replace like your annual exam. Oh, no. It doesn't replace like the full eye exam to right. see your eye health. But you could actually do this and get some contacts. You can get your contacts. And it's like, and if you don't have insurance, it's 20 bucks for the vision test. Yeah. So, um, it's, so it's, so that's it's a little, great. little hack there. Yeah. Know. Yeah, Maybe so, get insurance, but if not, not everybody can get it. Hey, this is a little workaround here right. for simple contacts. And it's convenient because you don't have to worry about going to one if you've moved recently or you don't know that you're, you know. Let me ask you this. Is it like weird little knockoff brands and Dude, stuff? Same ones that I've gotten from uh, my my eye exams before. Oh, great. So you same just pick one. whatever brand you want. Yeah, same ones. I use the same AccuView ones. Not giving them any pl- plugs, but I guess I just did, but same ones. And they well, have, have their them. t-shirt on for them <laughs> yeah. too. All right. Relax. Buddy. Yeah. I go, Which like, is a simple context. Well, we don't relax. have a simple context t-shirt. Okay. All right. Uh, if I did, I'd rock that too. Okay. But, um, this, uh, I, I have the same brands and listen, even if you don't, um, if you have, um, a prescription that's not expired, you just don't have any more contacts. All you have to do is take a picture of that prescription, send it to simple contacts, and then you'll get the deals from them. This is where technology is the best. Yeah. Right? You're getting that stuff. It's done. It's easy. Yeah. It's more cost effective. And it's crazy. The app doing the eye test, it, is, it feels <laughs> like you're in the future. Yeah. It's you're able to, Star Trek vibe. Yeah. I'm talking to my phone. 
that's far away, and it's telling me if I'm like seeing an E or an F. It's pretty cool. Um, but check this out. Um, if you want thirty dollars off your order, you go to simplecontacts.com/dumbbells, and you'll get that thirty dollars off. I love it. Simplecontacts.com/dumbbells. You save that thirty bucks, you can come take me out to a steak dinner with that. Yeah, or I can get a Simple Contacts T-shirt made. There you from go, scratch. But I doubt it. Um, again. Um, check it out. Go to simplecontacts.com. If you want the $30 off, go to simplecontacts.com slash dumbbells and you'll get that. Boom. Boom. So then you go through that. So that's more emotional eating. And I don't, I mean, I don't know exactly when it happened, but at some point, uh, within the first year of my now wife, Heather and I dating at my heaviest, I was like 235. Uh, almost no muscle. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And it was like, yeah, it was just, it was a lot of late night stuff. I I also slept at that time. I I was working on mostly comedy stuff uh, and then uh, doing graphic design and advertising stuff as like a side gig that I would just do at night. So I would come home from like a show uh, or, you know, you'd do a show, hang out with people. uh, And then I would get home around like midnight or one. And then I would work on graphic design stuff until like four in the morning. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. And so then I would go, uh, usually there'd be some kind of fast food trip in there to like fuel the, you know, cause your body doesn't want to stay up right. <laughs> like yeah. that. Yeah. So you have to like, so yeah, your circadian news. rhythm is all fucked up. Everything You're was, eating like garbage. not on a yeah. normal schedule. Sure. It's all, it's literally, if you could like write down like all the worst stuff to do. To, like, I did all of it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't like, I could have been doing probably, uh, like some hard drugs. Yeah. Maybe that never, wouldn't make me fatter. Maybe that would, maybe that would have, that would have been better. Yeah. That would have been, would have been better. at least calorie free. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Uh, but you weren't, you weren't drinking, fortunately, a ton, a little bit, a little social drinking. Yeah. But yeah, that, that was one thing. And I, and it was never, uh, I remember always being jealous of people who drank soda. Cause I like never, just cause the, the way I was raised, like I just never drank soda. And that's, uh, there's a whole lot of liquid calories that I was like, man, if I could just cut that out, I bet I would lose all this weight as I was like, as I was eating like, you know, a ton of stuff. There was a Taco Bell and a McDonald's by my old place that were across the corner from each other. Wow. And so I would go uh, double drive through and oh go, boy. cause there were things I wanted from Taco Bell sure. and things I wanted from McDonald's. Yeah. Hey, yeah. why, why decide why when choose? you can have both? <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. So I would go through little, both. Little top Donald's. Oh my yeah. God. Yeah. <laughs> top Donald's bell. <laughs> <laughs> there were no combinations yet. Yeah. So you did that. So yeah. then, so you got up to 235. Yeah. Maybe even not, never quite 240, but like in that Close. range. Yeah. yeah. And it was, and I don't, th- it, it happened over like a decade. So it wasn't, uh, I don't think I realized how much weight I had gained. Yeah. Um, and then at some point I just had this moment of like, I think maybe Heather saw me kind of like looking at my clothes or something. And she's like, you don't have to be like this if you don't want to be like, it's all within your control. Yeah. And so I started, um, I think that's about when I started working out with our friend Bart. Uh huh. Um, and he was training me for a couple of years. And during that, uh, maybe about a year. He's a personal trainer. You were working with him at Gold's Gym. Is that? I think I just. I no. I knew him from UCB. Right. And then I would see him at the gym. Gotcha. Because uh, he worked there, and he did do a couple trainings at at Gold's. But then it was just like, uh, <laughs> we we would sneak into some apartment complex that had a gym that I thought that he 
<laughs> I thought he had a more, uh, and I think he also thought he had a more like definitive uh, allowance to be there. Gotcha. And then one day we got kicked out, and I was like, "Hey, Bart, what's the deal with this place?" He's like, "I don't know. I thought we could be here." Too. Like someone he, he trained was there and had said that like they could use it. Right? Maybe they didn't have the authority to yeah. just oh, say that. It. Yeah. Um, we used to see T.J. Miller all the time coming in and out of that building. Oh, oh wow! Weirdly. So then, wait. So as Goreberger, or yes, yeah, he was only as Goreberger, <laughs> or he was, was just really, the Mucinics yeah. thing. <laughs> um, so wait, what? Who came to kick who? you out of this gym? Like the security, oh, the security guy. guy. Oh. Yeah, yeah. He was just like, "You guys don't live here." And yeah, you're like, no. <laughs> "No," and they're like, "Get out." No, we we said something about we were here to see someone and. I forget who it was, but it wow. didn't hold. like, I think Bart was, Bart was still trying to play it off. And I was like, we're, we're made like, let's just, yeah. let's just leave. Um, but then we, we worked out at my place and at his place. And, uh-huh. um, over that course of time, it was a lot of dietary changes too. Cause he, he's really, you know, like yeah. you guys know him, he's really into diet and, and I, I would, I would get in arguments with him where he's like, you know, after a while, this stuff tar- starts to taste just like whatever else. And I'm like, look, man, it's never going to taste like that to me. Like, yeah, it's fine. But whatever, like, you know, it's like, you're going to uh, tell me that competes with the fruit by the foot. Right. Yeah. Right. I don't buy it, but, but yeah. he, he would be, he would be pitching me things My like Donald's. Right. <laughs> Talk Donald's bell. Talk Donald's. Fung. Loving it. Bong loving it. Bong loving it. But, uh, bong, 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 bong. <laughs> bong loving it. Um, but yeah, so I uh, I would never eat exactly what he was so what suggesting. So what was some of his uh, like? I, spin. I mean, it's stuff that I wouldn't even I wouldn't even know the right terms for it. But it it, it would be something where it's like, oh, you know, you take uh, uh, this silica gel. And oh then yes, this, like, he was huge um, into yes. Like and then this uh, uh, ground something from it's like some kind of like Norwegian cracker, and then like that tastes exactly like pudding. And I'd be like, no, it, it doesn't. <laughs> And it takes like this. So there was, there was a time where I was like trying to make all that stuff. Like I tried to make like a, um, like a paleo pizza crust out of, uh, uh, cauliflower cauliflower. And it took, it took forever. And then also it was the recipe I used was basically cauliflower and goat cheese. And I'm like, I'm eating a whole fucking pizza's worth of goat cheese. That's not like, (laughs) so, uh, I kind of gave up on that and just tried to, uh, eat less. and, And it was more about like portion control and, and getting back into exercise and so over the course of uh, maybe a year and a half, I got down to like 180, mm-hmm. uh, which is- So you lost like 50 pounds. Yeah. Uh-huh. Which I didn't even think I had that much weight on me to lose. Sure. But I for sure did. Um, and then since then, I've kind of hung around there, uh, waffling like a, a, a bit. Um, I- does that mean going to eat waffles? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Waffling a bit, like yeah. once a week I waffle. Yeah. There's a uh, there's a, a Yoshinoya across the street from a Roscoe's, <laughs> so I do my waffle bowls. Okay, all right. Uh, I only eat places that are you know two for ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah why yeah. why yeah. choose? Um, but yeah, so so I I start I, you know I, I kind of I know what I need to do. Right. I just don't always do it. Sure. Yeah. You're maintaining that weight. Yeah. yeah. For the and most I'm, part, I'm, if you slip up, you can dial it back in and yeah. yeah. But and your relationship with food and your portion control is still kind of staying at that same place. It's, it's not as great as it was during that time period. Sure. Like I, I went really hard. And then, um, maybe a year ago I, I was talking to Stanger about some stuff and, you, uh, you kind of introduced the idea of intermittent fasting and, uh, 
he gave me this like kind of real deal talk where you're like, Hey man, if you really want to lose some weight, you got to like no sugar, take a break from dairy, uh, maybe take a break from grains. And so I did that for, uh, maybe two, three months. And, and when I had I'd gone up to like closer to 200 and I know weight like pounds isn't everything, but that's just kind of yeah. how I was measuring it. Um, and then, uh, I, I, I got back down to like 180, 185 and I was in a good groove for a while where I just was cold Turkey, like black and white. Like I don't eat these things. I do eat these things. Sure. I don't eat it this time. I do eat it this time. And that was good, uh, eating wise, but I didn't like it. Cause yeah. then I started to miss all this stuff that I, yeah. I like eating and, and eating is, uh, I think that was one thing that, that Bart and I are really different on is like, for me, eating is really fun and it's a social experience. And like, I, I don't, I don't want to be in really great shape if it's at the expense of completely getting rid of that. Got but it. if I can keep some of that at bay, sure, then great. And I, and I did that for a little while where I would, I would start kind of experimenting where like if someone uh, Santina Muha had a birthday and we went to this place that was like this really nice restaurant in Atwater and it was closing. It was like the, one of the last weeks it was open and they were famous for their cheesecake. And so I hadn't had anything that I shouldn't eat for like- Canelli? Yeah. Uh-huh. So good. Yeah. Um, and so um, I had, a, I had a, a cheesecake and they, they're like these individual like personal pan cheesecakes that are like, you know, four or five inches around. And it was, especially because I hadn't eaten in sure. like, garbage in a while, it was the- best thing in the world. <laughs> and then the next day I went right back to like eating healthy. And so I had a couple months where I was like, I could slip up and I would be like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to, I know I'm going to go to this party. I know like this person make bakes, makes baked goods. So I, I kept it in check for a while. And then I had, um, I had some, uh, uh, back stuff going on and kind of where I'm at right now is as I've started exercising more and I was working with a, a personal trainer at at the Equinox, uh-huh. uh, which is a whole thing. Um, sure, yeah. I've heard I've heard you guys talk about it, and I don't disagree with with the the pros and the cons. Um, but I uh, I was working with a personal trainer there, and that helped a lot. I had to kind of take a break because I had this knee injury, and a lot of injuries that I'm having aren't really injuries. What's happening is, as I've gone through PT for different things, I've learned that. Uh, I've treated my body terribly. Like I have terrible posture. I don't, there are all these like basic, like sitting, standing things that I don't know how to do. Sure. And so as I start trying to build muscle, things like break down because I'm not doing fundamental. Right. Like I, I, I learned. Things in, aren't firing. Correct. Like, right. And, 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 and I've time. been, I've been, I've been compensating in ways that I didn't even realize. So like, uh, my knee started hurting when I was doing squats and I was talking to my trainer and he's like, I'm looking at your knee. Like you're doing nothing wrong with your legs. Like everything you're, you know, like he was, he was really on me about form and that's yeah. not what it was. Um, and then, so once I started going to physical therapy, what they figured out is it's that I, um, the way that I was bending, like my hips and lower back weren't working properly. So I was putting more, even though my legs, like the form was right. Got it. Still yeah. that sheer force was finding its way to your patella tendon. Right. Because and, you, you lack the mobility in your hips or something. Right. And right. so, and so I, I'm just in the last couple of weeks, uh, starting to kind of get back in the rhythm of working out again from that. Uh, and work stuff has been stressful. So I've been like stress eating a bunch and they re- uh, so at BuzzFeed they have that Tasty Channel. Uh, oh yeah, and so God, where they just make a bunch of right. food. So, yeah. the, so the Tasty Test Kitchen is uh, the floor above where I work. Oh boy! And so 
multiple, like a dozen times a day, they bring down whatever. Yeah. And it's all like silica paste and brewer's yeah. yeast. Yeah. And, so is everybody in the BuzzFeed office just, going, oh yeah, at the, yeah. like when they come down? <laughs> yeah, you have to. That's, yeah, in, that's our what happens in those videos. Um, Somebody but, screams, oh yeah, at the end of them. It's like weird. Yeah. It, it, uh, well, there's a long story of why that is, but it's Kool-Aid. It's not interesting at all. Huh. So I won't tell it. <laughs> um, so uh, there's a, like a chat channel where they, it's called tasty leftovers and they'll literally like slack everyone in the office and say like, Hey, uh, you know, lemon cheesecake coming down. And like, so multiple times a day getting these alerts that tell you what's going Jesus. on. And then about two months ago, they you just moved feel like you're desks. A, a lab rat. Oh, it's like- terrible. <laughs> And they moved desks, so they sat me right next to the table. Oh, my God. What the fuck? So the last two months have been really tricky. And then yesterday was my last day at BuzzFeed. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to eat a bite of everything that comes down to this table because fuck it. Uh, And that's where I get into trouble. It's like, since I'm all or nothing about stuff, when I'm good, I'm good. And when I'm bad, like... You're bad? When I'm bad, bad, I'm bad. bad. I'm real bad. I'm like like in pornos. I'm wearing lingerie and batting my eyes right now. I'm real bad. You're bad. Uh, I like you. You're bad. So that's my deal. Wow. So, yeah, I mean, you know, like the mentality of like eating clean, you, you feel good and you can commit to it. And then when you fall off the rails, like you commit to it. I mean, that's not that uncommon just because you know what good eating is. So then you get into the mentality of like, I'm going to eat well again soon. So let me... Right. Let me get all of this that out last, of my that system. last yeah. day thing. Yeah. yeah. That yeah. last For, supper thing. Yeah. I'm guilty of that. Sure. I, I, I think the advice that we've given that's not, that Eugene actually has given that's, um, that's unfortunately you, you kind of know it, but sometimes hearing it, it's that where it's just like, you just start again. You know, yeah. you literally, even if, even if you have like a run of like 23 days, it's mm-hmm. like, and then you have one day where you go back on with the salad and then you slip up again. It's like, you just, right. You just have to start again. There's no, yeah. there's no grand thing that you can do. There's no clean break you need to make. It's literally, and if you can start it the same day, mm-hmm. that's then you're ahead of the races. And it's like you, you have to alleviate uh, yourself of the fear that you're going to be back to this kind of monk existence. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I've been there. It's just like fun. I did right. that, man, and I, I. It's much more fun. But you it also, wor- it works. It, like, does. it does yeah. work. You see but the change. I, but you know, like. Uh, I think that the thing that people get hung up on is that mental game mm-hmm. of going after today, I can't eat this. So I have to, eat so it. I have yeah. to eat a lot of it mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and also it stretches into the weekend. Yeah. And, and then you, you know. go, I can't eat this. And you go like, no, you can. Right. You can eat anything, whatever. Is it going to help your results that you want? No. Right. So can you eat it every once in a while? Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's as soon as you, like, it's the whole thing of, like, you put somebody in handcuffs, all of a sudden they need to use their hands. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you were just sitting there before the hand, but then now that you see that the handcuffs are on, you're like, wait, I, I got to jerk unzi- off. I got to jerk off and unzip my shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I got to jerk off. You can do it with handcuffs. Well, you have to take your shirt off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you can't jerk off with your shirt you on. Have to, you, you can't jerk off with your shirt on. Everybody's yeah. got okay. a ritual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, you know, like, so it's just treating food as food. Yeah. Um, so that you don't crave things that you usually don't crave. Yeah. You know? Um, and, and so you don't beat yourself up. So it's like, okay, that's a big thing. You had the BuzzFeed thing yesterday. It's like, 
fucking, when is that going to happen again? So you right. let it go. Right. And you know that, like, you know, you're going to eat well. And it's it's this, the mentality of going, hey, I know this person makes great baked goods. Mm-hmm. And that's happening on Saturday. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, then eat good until Saturday. Yeah. That's like, and I've gotten into that place before. I just, right now I'm in a place where I'm kind of like getting back into that and habit. That's, and that's when you go eat good yeah. until Saturday. You don't have to eat great. You don't right. have to be the cleanest motherfucker right, right. and like only be eating like, you know, steamed chicken mm-hmm, breast. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Well, uh, uh, speaking of steamed chicken breast, one thing that has made a huge improvement is uh, since we got married, we've, we, had, we did a thing where we were trying to eat out less to save money. Sure. And so, uh, you know, we got a little loosey-goosey with it. The first couple months were the best, but we, we've gotten to a point where we'll, we'll cook and, and meal prep over the weekend or on like a Monday night. Yes. And then make a bunch of stuff. So like right now in the fridge, there's like chicken breast and broccoli and like uh, Pharaoh and like all these things that are like ready to go. Yeah. And that is, I know everyone talks about it and it's great and you just have to do it, but it's like, it's the biggest game changer. Cause then when you want a snack, it's right there and it's yeah. ready. There's no, it solves the barrier for yeah. Yeah. Food you know. prep is insanely easier than you think. It and really more, is. And, and so helpful. Yeah. It's just, it, it atrophies if you're not doing it. But once yeah. that, once you get that muscle in shape, which doesn't, is not hard to do. It's just part, it becomes part of your routine. Yeah. And, and, you know, and people wonder, you know, like, well, me and, you know, my significant other eat different things or we have kids mm-hmm. and blah, blah, blah. Like there's various things that like you can prepare mm-hmm. that are like the base mm-hmm. and then you can add whatever you want. Like I don't eat pasta. Mm-hmm. You know, I've, I still try to stay away from most grains and, you know, Trish will eat whole whole wheat pasta and mm-hmm. so will Quincy. So it's like, yeah, that can still be in the fridge. I just have to not worry about that Tupperware. Right. And it doesn't, you know, yeah, we're I'm the not same. that stressed with it. Yeah. I eat, uh, so I, I, going back to like being a hippie kid, I decided to be a vegetarian when I was like four. Uh-huh. <laughs> My parents weren't, okay. but I was just like, we shouldn't eat animals. It's not nice. Sure. Uh, and like, I, shut up, quiz bowl. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I was until I was like 16 or 17. And then uh, I've been trying to add stuff to the mix. So like uh, uh, college was like chicken. I started eating. And then since college, I've added fish. So I. And now only, human flesh. Yeah. Now I. Well, I skipped red meat and pork and I eat. Yeah. Human flesh and then <laughs> fish and, yeah. and chicken. Yeah. <laughs> it all tastes the same. Yeah. But Heather. So Heather eats uh, more red meat and doesn't like fish at all. But fish for me is like one of the easiest, best sources of protein for me. Sure. So we do the same thing where we'll like we'll cook up the fish and the chicken separate, but then make all the different things you would put with it at the same time. Right. And then something we've also started doing. Fishkin. Fishkin. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> What's the is, the, is there a thing called the Pushkin Museum? <laughs> yeah. What is, is that, that a thing? I don't, I don't know. know I was going to try to make a joke about it, but I don't know what it is. Yeah. Never mind. We'll skip uh, it. But we've, we've realized that uh, sometimes. <laughs> can we come back? No, no, no. no. We're uh, good. We're yeah, good. You had your shot. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we'll have friends over for dinner and use that as an excuse for the meal prep. So we'll, we'll like we overcook. Like if we're having like, you know, two or three friends over, yeah. instead of cooking for five, we'll cook for like six or seven. Sure. So that we, cause what I found is that we don't like to do the meal prep. Like it, it, we don't do it if it's just for us, but if we have an occasion where it's like, oh, we're going to have these people over for dinner sure, and we want right. to make this, then it kind of gives us an excuse. Got it. So that kind of makes it more fun. Yeah. Smart. I, I mean, it's a good plan. Yeah. I, I, and to harken back to something Eugene was saying earlier, good as opposed to great. 
you know, if you, if you need a bridge to kind of get you through while you're, while you're off a little bit and stressed, there's something to be said about good as opposed to great, you know, like, you know, having like a, like a, like a reasonable sandwich, you know, when you're really Mm -hmm. dialed in, you're probably not having the sandwich, Mm -hmm. but having a reasonable sandwich calorie wise is not going to make the same impact as if you go ham on French fries and stuff. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? And it's still, and it doesn't, it's not quite, you're not quite in that bummer phase of like, mm-hmm. well, here I am with my fucking, my Monte Cristos that I eat every day. Yeah. Yeah. Well that that's the extreme, but, or that like the, the opposite extreme of like the steamed chicken, you right. know, which is like, that's just not a reality for me yeah. right yeah. now. And yeah. And it also doesn't mean that like good, meaning you're putting on a whole wheat bread. It doesn't have to be like ancient grain, whatever, like right. uh, Ezekiel bread, like right. every single time. If that's like what you're trying to do, it's like, you know, Reasonable. Yeah, I think there's like if you can find the levels in it to where it's mm-hmm. not just totally switched on or totally switched off. Yeah, that's how I, I am as a person, though. I yeah, think that's I, that's I, my I, issue. It, and it, like all of the issues are more. It's all about my my mental stuff and my emotions, and sure. not really about food. Yeah. yeah, but like even if it is, it's one extreme or the the other. Mm-hmm. Then if if you start adding in a good, mm-hmm. then your good becomes your. Your bad base. Ex- yeah. And it's, your bad it's extreme. It's like, uh, there, there's, um, there's this guy who had this improv blog that I always use this when I'm coaching where he did a graph. Of course, I like graphs and charts and stuff, but uh, he did a, this chart of like over time, your best improv scene and your worst improv scene and both get better. And so at a certain point, your worst improv scene now is better than your best improv scene like 10 years ago. Right. Because you're just slowly building that trajectory. Sure. Yeah, same thing with food. Same thing. So like your worst meal Mm -hmm. would be what you started as like this was eating healthy at one point. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not doing... (laughs) <laughs> talk Donald's or yeah talk Donald's we call bong. it talk Donald's bell yeah, yeah. talk Donald's bong Mac bong Mac bong <laughs> bong 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 bong, bong. <laughs> make a run for the border <laughs> um, great songs we we have great songs going on here and here's one more not a song just a sound effect <laughs> wow but, a little misdirection yeah but that is our five star motivational marker we're coming at a buck into this podcast. We're ready. We're buck in. We're buck in. All right, let's get to it. So this is, um, you know, this this uh, little uh, sound effect in this moment is our five-star mo- motivational marker. It's coming at the end of the episode this time, but that's okay because we can still motivate you. If you have been working out over the last hour of this uh, podcast, awesome. Uh, great job. We are proud of you. We don't believe you unless you send us pictures. But yeah, pics or it didn't happen. Hashtag pics or it didn't happen. Uh, but if you have been doing it, bravo. <laughs> You're doing it. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, and we're proud of you. You're doing a great job. Yeah. If you're not, fucking who cares? You're doing all right. You're listening to the podcast. You're trying to stay motivated. If this... Maybe this is your good right now. Yeah, maybe this is your good. Maybe this will just at least, if you're sitting in your house or you just like cleaned your house, well, you're doing something. But if you look outside and it looks nice enough to just take a walk, go ahead and do so. Yeah, take a little walk ski. Take a little walk ski. Yeah. Let's say you're listening to this... Put on your skis skis and walk. Yeah. Uphill. (laughs) Uh, Like a duck. Um, but everybody it, gives you a weird look. Say, what the fuck are you looking at? Yeah. If you are walking uphill with skis on right now, <laughs> Pixar didn't happen. Pixar. Yeah. Yeah. I we don't see, believe it. I got to see Pixar. Yeah. I, I have to as well. Um, but yeah, take, go for a hike, 
go for a walk, take your dog for a walk, do something. Maybe you're a little behind. You're listening to this episode because this is the newest episode, but you missed a couple. Well, fuck it, man. Go back, listen to some old episodes and take a walk. Do well, a stroll. T- anything counts. It's all good. Just do something. Let go of your expectations. You don't have to set a world record. Yeah. You can walk for five minutes and that's something. It's, and then you build on that. Right. And this is just a motivational marker for you and for all of those out there who have rated and reviewed us on iTunes. Five stars. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. That helps our podcast. Yeah. And then as a thanks to you guys, we're going to find you and we're going to do something special for you. So we found um, somebody who uh, rated and reviewed us five stars. Their name? Kara Bobera. Kara Bobera. That's her handle on, uh, or his handle. On, um, on iTunes and rated us five stars. Kara Bobera, what we're going to do for you is name our February challenge after you. This is the Kara Bobera February challenge. The Kara Bobera February <laughs> challenge. Kara, Kara Bobera, banana, fana? Mm-hmm. February challenge. <laughs> Um, Thank you for looking at me as the authority on that rhyme. Yeah, 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 (laughs) Yeah. no problem. Well, you were involved in uh, some of the uh, some of the formulation of this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so what we zeroed in on in that was the banana component. Yeah. Kara, Kara, Bobera, banana, banana. That's where we hit it. Yeah, that's where we hit. Uh, I've made a hard push for Fana, but nobody knew what that was. Yeah, we didn't Uh, know how to do a Fana workout. Yeah. So banana made us think of monkeys, which made us think of. Jungle gym, monkey bars, yeah, so and which made us think of hanging, which made us think of pull-ups and hanging. So February challenge is pull-ups and hanging. Right. Uh, for the first week of the challenge. So this is for, there's two different groups. There's people that are already doing pull-ups. Great. Yes. And there's some people that are building towards that and want the, want some of the residual effects that you get from a pull-up. So we're going to have them do a timed hang. Yes. So for the people that are doing the timed hang that can't do pull-ups yet, right. what do we have them doing? Uh, you, you get onto a pull-up bar, find a bar. Um, uh, even like the bent bars that you'll find at most gyms are great. Um, and you get onto that bar and you hang for 30 seconds of the first week. Yeah. So you need to jump into a pulled up position. You're not just hanging flat. Your muscles are, you know, you're pulled up. How would you say that? Yeah. You're you're, at the end. You're at like the middle stage of a pull up. Yes. You're, um, you're, you're pulling your shoulders back and down. Yeah. And you're trying to touch your shoulder blades together on your back. Right. So chins on the bar over the bar around there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and you're going to try to hang there for 30 seconds this first week. So you're not, your arms are like straight or you're, you're up by the bar. You're pulled up. You're pulled up. Yeah. Mm. So. So your eyes are either looking at the bar um, or close, mm-hmm. above it or below it. And hopefully cross. Yeah. Because it's hard. Uh, so um, so uh, 30 seconds for the first week. 30 seconds. Second week, you're going to try to bump up to 60 seconds. So you're adding 30 seconds. Third week, you're adding another 30 seconds. So that's a minute and a half. And by that fourth week, you're trying to do a two-minute Static hold. Right. So a lot of you probably won't get there, which is totally fine. But yeah. what you do is you keep, you let yourself release down and then you hop back up into the hang again. Yes. And then you do that as many times as you need to, to finish wherever you're at. 30 seconds, a minute, a yeah. minute and a half, so two that, minutes So if that means that you're doing three 10 minute, uh, 10 second holds. Fine. Great. Great. Um, for those who are doing pull-ups, uh, that first week you're going to find your max. Right. And every week, 
following, you're going to try to add another rep to your max. Yeah. So let's say you can do uh, 11 pull-ups that first week. Try to do 11 pull-ups every day. The next week, you try to do 12 pull-ups every day. The following week, you'll do 13 pull-ups. The following week, you'll do 14 pull-ups. And if you exceed that one, if you add two reps, then the following week, you add a rep to those two reps. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you can scale up as you need. Absolutely. Please. Uh, that's the Kara Bobera Banana Fan of February Challenge. <laughs> Yep, we all agree on that. We all agree on that. <laughs> and that's it. Yeah. And we're going to check in with Jacob. He still thinks mm-hmm. it's a Yep. Yeah, it's great. An okay idea. Yeah. yeah. We best, need that we'll idea. need that full title in the hashtag yep. or you get no credit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now that there's 240 characters. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Stretch, stretch out. Yeah. What would the hashtag be? Uh banana f- No, no, no. <laughs> Cuz Kara Kara Bobera f- banana Feb- Fan of February challenge. Too short. It's Feb- too short. Yeah. Feb Nana. Feb Nana. Hashtag Feb Nana. Yeah. That's good. Um, and, and like uh, tweet at us or Instagram at us the dumbbells so that we can see that you're doing it. We'll pick winners. We'll pick winners. We'll pick winners and there's prizes. Um, but yeah, uh, we're excited about this challenge. Hey, it's the 31st of January, so you can start tomorrow. Um, it's 131? Yeah. 131. Shit. One three one, one three one, baby. It's uh, five. <laughs> um, cool. So, uh, so that's what's happening. Great this month, um, and that's your motivation. Um, but please, if you want to rate and review us, and also have something special happen with your shit, fucking let us know. Yeah, rate and review us five stars on iTunes, and then we'll find that iTunes handle and we'll do something ridiculous for you. Yeah. Uh, great. Cool. Moving on. Um, Jacob, is there anything that um, you would like to... What happened? <laughs> I, I think it was... Uh, it must have been a cat. It looked like it jumped out of a tree across the yard. Oh, that was a person. It was uh, a lot of movement. Yeah. Um, it's my neighbor in a cat suit. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. <laughs> um, like got, a mascot cat suit? Like yeah. the Rockwood Chase or like a, no, like a very burglar? Real, very realistic okay. looking cat suit. Mm-hmm. I've got to go out there and feed him and stuff. <laughs> this is a whole weird thing, but I'm it's, getting a little money out of it. Oh, so, good. That's yeah. good. It's helping, you know. <laughs> subsidize my mortgage. Yeah, yeah it's oh, one of those things. That's yeah. kind of neat. Yeah. Is there anything that you want to ask um, before you help us answer a question? Uh, one one thing quickly is that a friend of mine... Uh, you. It's no, you. No, no, no. It, it's, it's not mine, but I don't want to out them because it's someone who you guys might know. It's you. Uh, it's me. <laughs> uh, no, but someone, someone started going to a uh, food therapist, which is something I had never heard of before. Okay. And I don't know if you guys had any familiar with, familiarity with that, but I'm thinking about maybe also going to the same person. I see. And um, I don't know. I don't know anything about, about food therapy. Yeah. The idea of it, though, I like. Yeah. Like same. just hearing that. I haven't done any research into what it is yet. Uh, because relationship with food is a fucking tough thing to yeah. handle. And, you know, to be able to talk to somebody about it, I think... You know, anything that will get you out of your head about your nutrition and, and yeah. stuff, I think, is, is positive. Well, and we've said it before, our food environment has changed faster than we've evolved. So our uh, biologically, we are designed to uh, have s- food scarcity. That should be our normal. Mm-hmm. Okay? That should be our regular. That's how we're made up. That's why we store calories the way we do. That's why we get a chemical release of positive 
uh, dopamine and serotonin when we eat calorie-dense foods, our mm-hmm. body rewarding us because mm-hmm. we don't know when the calories are going to come next. That's why cake feel good. Yeah, exactly. Cake feel good? <laughs> <laughs> hey, baby girl, that cake feel good? <laughs> right. So then now all of a sudden we find ourselves still operating under those principles, but mm-hmm. with food constantly available to us whenever we want. Yeah. And on top of that, we've said the best scientists and psychologists in the world are figuring out ways to make that food more desirable for right. us. Right. So it's this constant onslaught of that. And having somebody that like specializes in yeah. how that's affecting you, your relationship to it, because everybody's going to react to it differently. Sure. Yeah. Couldn't hurt. I mean, yeah. at least it's getting you mindful of like what mm-hmm. you're up against. And talking about it. And it, yeah. that holds you accountable. Yeah. You know, yeah. and it's anything that can hold you accountable for what you put in your system and how you, uh, and you know, and, and how you treat and relate yourself to food, I think is good. I mean, it's an, people. People know now. Like people are armed with knowledge. They're still dying. Like people are fucking dying. Like it's an epidemic. Yeah. So it's it's it is powerful. Yeah. And it goes far beyond just like, hey, just eat healthy, bro. And and the thing is, un- unfortunately, just like everything, um, nutrition nutrition and positive nutrition and eating healthy has almost become so mainstream that mm-hmm. anybody can talk about it. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, to have a specialist or somebody that you just talked to is mm-hmm. like, it's like, you know, everybody's been through breakups, so they know exactly what to tell you that right. will get you through it. But it's like, it's different for everybody. So right. that's why you go talk to right. people. I might do it. Yeah. yeah. If and I do, I'll, I'll tell you guys. Yeah, we'd I'll, love to. Yeah. I'll, we'll have, I'll, I'll just, I'm not going to come back, but I'll just tweet you a thumbs up or a thumbs down. Oh, cool. Yeah. I don't want to have a conversation with about. you again. Yeah. Yeah. People definitely wouldn't be interested in this hearing is all about Yeah. That. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear okay. about this neat thing that you're yeah, doing. Yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if I've, anything, you'll just come back and talk about them porns. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> them porns. <laughs> talk about them porns and then we get them kicks still being good. Yeah. I got to I gotta try it. We, I have somewhere on a hard drive the two that we were in and I have not, to come It's not just them. somewhere. You got them. <laughs> you got them. I don't keep them with my regular porn because I want to get confused. Good, yeah. good work. <laughs> That's me. No. no. Yeah. I've seen this. I'm in it. <laughs> um, very cool. Great. Um, hey, do you want to help us answer a question? How about a quick one? You want to do, do quick? It. How about we do one um, off of our Twitter? Let's do it. Um, and this is called our Superset. Me, I'm super fly. Super yeah. Fly. Super duper fly. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you can ask us a question on Twitter at the dumbbells, um, and we'll answer it quickly. Uh, this is coming to us from at Shebe Carlene. Shebe Carlene. Uh, nice men. Uh, if overweight, is it better to eat early and kickstart metabolism or exercise fasted? If fasted, how long after exercise should you wait before eating? So much contradictory information out there. Help me, Dumby One Kenobis. Your only wow. hope. That's good. Pretty nickname. good. Yeah. Dumby One Kenobis is pretty dope. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. Um, cool. CX. Okay. Um, Thoughts? I I feel like I have lots of opinions about a lot of things I don't deserve to have opinions about, but this is one where I don't even know how to touch it. <laughs> yeah. It well, feels like, it feels like, I don't know where, where you were. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought like you were going to some, some shit out I there. Know, I thought like, we were cool, going quick but, 45 about it. <laughs> <laughs> both of those things. Yeah. I get, I get why that's confusing for her. Yeah. Like both seem to make sense. So yeah. which one's right? Um, see how you feel working out fasted. Um, and it's going to depend if you are doing strength, strength training, um, working out fasted might feel a little bit tougher 
than if you were like having a morning cardio session. Uh, but that is also de- depending on um, your body and how you feel when you exercise, if you feel like you need a full stomach or whatnot. Um, but if you do decide to train fasted, you're going to try to train right before that first meal. So if, um, if your um, intermittent fasting window is from noon to 8, uh, you're going to try to work out at 11 um, or 10.30. Um, so that uh, right after that workout, you're um, taking in some calories. Um, so what if you, because uh, like I'll, I'll work out sometimes before I go to work. So yeah. that'll be around like eight in the morning. Okay. And I'll work out fasted, but then I won't eat until noon. like noon. Right. Is that bad? Um, you, can, you can still, it's just not optimum. It's not optimum. For okay. for you at that point, you would, you would want to do some supplements of like some branch chain amino acids or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, With or after the workout. Right after the, yeah. Okay. Yeah, either pre-workout, during, or after, but just within there so that um, it feels like you you can sustain the rest of the the, the fast. Okay. I So, yeah, you're, we're getting into, like, what's optimal, what's... Uh, so, for active fat loss, if you can exercise fasted, it's the you're going to get the best results. Yeah. But now there's tons of other things to factor in, like your consistency... And so, so Carlene, if you're, if you feel like if you try to do this fasted and then that sets you on a weird spiral where you eat funky for the rest of the day or you can't get the exercise in and then you start missing workouts, then don't fucking do it. Right. The most important thing is that you're consistent and that you're eating, you know, you're hitting your macros, your macronutrients the right way and the right amount of calories. Some people can adjust to the fasting really quick. It works well for them. And I wouldn't, you know, we want to arm you with this knowledge. So from an, from like an optimal nutrition standpoint, you'll get the most bang for your buck if you're exercising fasted. Yeah. But that's not always realistic to people. And so that's where you kind of have to be, you know, you have to be a good uh, patient and doctor for yourself to where yeah. you're giving yourself all the information there. Uh, but, but just for, from an optimal nutrition standpoint. And for active fat loss, yeah. And active you, fat loss. You'd want to do that. Uh, you'd want to work out fasted. And, um, you'd want to work out with those um, cardio sessions as close to um, uh, your first meal as possible. And, you know, the strength training too. I mean, if you're doing maximum um, fat loss, you can still train um, strength training. You should. Uh, but it's it just, it feels harder on your body when you first try it. Yes. When you first, uh, and you might, you, you're not going to make the same gains you would, yeah. or might not make any. But uh, you will you will continue to build muscle. Yes, and you and it is good to burn calories. Like lifting right. heavy burns a lot of calories. But the, those first couple of weeks, you're gonna feel like you can't lift the weight that you could before. But you, it, your body will handle it. It'll better. sort it out. It's yeah. gonna find. It's gonna get the glucose that it needs from. So the hope is like the theoretical hope is that you take the adipose tissue what you have stored and your body breaks that down into the necessary glycogen to move. So that's, that's why there's an argument to exercise fasted. If you're trying to burn fat, as opposed to introducing new blood sugar that your body will just, it's easier for your body to use as fuel. Right. So if you can challenge yourself to go fasted, the hope is that it'll take from the adipose tissue because it will. I mean, it, it, it needs to find a way to execute that movement. Yeah. And that's the only way it's going to be able to do it. And your body some will also, like, prepare for it then. Because it knows, especially if you start going consistently, it knows that you're about to exercise before in the same way. 
Yeah. So. That's basically what I was going to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 45 minutes. You got <laughs> opinions on a lot of things. Yeah. yeah. And let me tell you something, man. Those, I will speak out of turn. Uh, <laughs> Just but on this. Not right now. <laughs> no, no idea. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. Not um, touching that one. So funny. Um, cool. Great. Uh, if you have questions like that or any other questions, you can ask us um, at the dumbbells on Twitter or Instagram. Um, can I do a plug? Yeah. yeah. Plugs, thoughts, what's going on? Uh, this comes out on the 31st. Yes. So of January. Tonight one three one. on 131, uh, there's a new show five? I'm doing at UC, <laughs> tonight at five, uh-huh. uh, a new show I'm doing at UCB Sunset in Los Angeles. If people are in Los Angeles at, I think it's seven or seven thirty. but check the website. Okay. It's, it's uh, a show called Small Town. It's me, Julie Brister, Jace Armstrong, uh, Dave Christensen and some other people. And oh, it's great. improv based on your, your hometown's newspaper. Oh, and oh, that's really fun. It's really fun. We, we, it's it's uh, all like a LaRonde where all of the scenes take place in your hometown. Great. So it's, um, and how how often is the show? Is tonight? It's, it's tonight. Tonight. And then, and then I'm hoping that and it, then we'll it see. goes well. And then Got we'll it. Do. But, so, but we're working on it to hopefully be more. Oh, cool. Yeah. So if you want to see the very first of the small town mm-hmm, shows, mm-hmm. Uh, tonight at UCB Sunset. Sunset. Um, check it out. Check the website, the UCB website, to see exactly what time and to see if tickets are still available. And there's always standby available if it is sold out. So it's at 7 p.m. It's oh, at 7 p.m. Thank you for checking. Yeah. yeah. 7 p.m. Yeah, on the website. Get your tickets early. Yes. Get out there and see Hakobo Reed. Oh, so good. It's going to be fun. Um, yeah. And any other plugs? Uh, your That's it. social media, Bangering. anything? Uh, come see Bangering Friday nights. Uh-huh. Uh, Friday nights at eight. UCB Franklin. Yeah. There you go. Check out branded content everywhere to keep me employed and <laughs> there let you me go. be able to raise a family one day. <laughs> Great. Uh, um, yeah. Awesome. Uh, if you want to reach us, the dumbbells, um, on by email, you can do so to tell us about hey some of your successes. Brag to us a little bit uh, or any long form questions. You go to ask the dumbbells at gmail and we'll try to get to it. Uh, in one of these episodes. If you have a short form question or just want to, you know, say hi to us, uh, you can do so on the other social media. That's um, Twitter, IG, Facebook, and we're the Dumbbells. Uh, and on behalf of Eugene and myself, the Dumbbells, and our wonderful guest, guest today, Jacob Reed, we would like to remind everybody out there that's listening to Train Dirty. Eat clean. And live in between, you babies. Lizards. Lizards. That was a headgum podcast.
That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>